News, news, and more news. Doesn't it get tiring? All we hear on the news are disasters, catastrophes, and disappointing news. Yet, it's the only thing that keeps us all connected to the world. Just a small access makes a huge difference. Back in early ancient days, the only way you could find out about what had happened to the neighboring countries was by sending a messenger. It was all word of mouth. Now, luckily enough, we are born into modern day technology in which we can find what's happening right around the corner. So, as a fellow journalist, I will do my duty and inform you what is happening around the world. Boeing's new Starlink capsule launched a test flight on Thursday, May 19th, bound for the International Space Station, with its purpose to deliver goods, assimilate, and collect data on crew cabin conditions during the journey, and also provide an alternative for future trips to ferry astronauts to and from the space station. The U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen asked the U.S. allies to pay Ukraine salaries and rebuild infrastructure that was destroyed during the war, considering that billions of dollars already committed by the U.S. and Europe are said to be insufficient to keep Ukraine afloat. Yellen stated that Kyiv will eventually need massive support at the level of the post-World War 22 Marshall Plan. Meanwhile, as the U.S. Senate passed the $40 billion to send to Ukraine, inflation of goods and gas prices are rising all over the U.S., hitting an all-time record high, and there is still more to come. The International Criminal Court announced the launching of the largest single-field investigation since its inception 20 years ago into war crimes committed during Russia's deadly war in Ukraine. China is in talks with Moscow to buy our cheap Russian oil strategic petroleum reserves. India, too, has reportedly been taking advantage of the comparatively cheaper prices. The EU has planned to ban all Russian imports of crude oil and refined products by the end of this year, while the U.S. banned shipments in early March. In other news, Elon Musk has his administration team overlooking all of his Twitter account users. The billionaire has yet to finalize a payment as he said he was not moving forward to pay unless publicly proven that there is less than 5% of fake or spam accounts. And wouldn't you? Think about it. If you're going to own a very big corporation but half of that investment has fake products, you would think you got ripped off as well. Anywho, that's it for the news. Now it's time for the real good stuff. Remember y'all. All information has been gathered from various sources for educational and informative purposes. Also, don't be shy. Sharing is caring. So if you find this information great, spread the word out so others can be informed as well. Now, without further ado, I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. be wondering why I picked We the People. I thought it was appropriate as this episode is dedicated to talking about things that are affecting us. The people, residents, and citizens. Now understand something. Right now, many people consider We the People as a conservative group, but in reality, just you, me, and the average Joe fall under the category. The phrase We the People actually comes from the preamble of the Constitution of the United States of America. 
which talks about what the purpose of the Constitution is and what principles guide it. We the people includes all citizens of the United States. They can be of any race and any gender. When you read the entire preamble, you can see that it is we the people who are giving the government their power. This is very important because without the people lending that power, the United States Constitution would not have been able to become the guideline for the Republican government we have today. This is the reason thousands of people, or what some may call patriots, have backed themselves with a constitutional right. Well, I'm pretty sure you're not happy and have many complaints about what is currently happening to our world. Interests are skyrocketing, prices in absolutely everything is going up by the hour, and it looks like another recession is just around the corner for us. So. Now's the time to take a moment and reflect on the events that are playing in our lives. Some, if not most of you, are feeling the economic hit because of the goods and properties. The average Joe that lives on just paycheck to paycheck is currently struggling to survive and keep a roof on their head. Right now, with inflation rising, the average salary would not be enough to sustain a household, nonetheless one person on their own soon. That also includes new buyers that are looking to purchase a home. Since 2010, the realtor market is looking at about a 57% downfall in people looking to buy houses. Home listings are still going up, and yet there aren't many buyers to take the bait because they're all either busy saving up or waiting for the market to lower the rate of interest in the market. Meanwhile, the interest rate has been at its highest peak point. The U.S. Central Bank is upping its interest rate by 3 percentage points and may be more noticeable in the days to come. Banks are lending out money with high interest rates and credit cards are starting to up as well in the next few months. And the worst part is, the main investors and markets fear that if the inflation is defeated, per se, it would mean the beginnings of a recession. And for those of you that don't know what a recession is, it's a term that refers to a drastic decline in general economic activity in a designated region. Usually, a recession is visible in industrial production, employment, real income, and wholesale retail trade. This brings us to another point. Employment is always on the balance scale, trying to find a good medium. In 2020, Unemployment had reached its highest peak since the Great Depression with 14.8% of people unemployed. Now, although the statistics show that it is at a steady 3.6%, many experts fear that unemployment would start to rise as workers are looking for better opportunities that offer better pay considering prices are rising. This also creates a cycle as the employer would try to either raise your salary and keep you around or find an alternative by having less personnel. Just as businesses are losing people, they're also cutting them off because companies can't afford them. And coming back to another point, goods like food, tech, and autos are absolutely rising in prices. Actually, just the other day, I went to go buy a carton of a dozen eggs and it cost $7. $7! When a couple of months ago, I would get it at at least $2.50, and the meat is off the rocket. Just a slab of beef could probably cost you between $20 to $30 now, which brings many worries into people's minds. If the prices keep rising, will anyone be able to afford them? 
thousands if not millions of families would be struggling to feed their families. This could lead to a hunger crisis. Oh, and the shortages, can't forget that. The less product we have, the higher the cost will be. At the moment, there have also been shortages, not only in food, but in simple household items and even in the automobile industries. Fewer items have been shipped overseas, and material has been low, making many companies short in inventory. And let's not forget about gas prices. Oh, good lord, I can probably go on and on about how gas prices have increased, topping over Obama's high prices in 2013. When Biden took office, the national average price of regular gas was 2.38 per gallon. The increase is currently estimated to be about almost 80% of a hike in gas prices. And not only that, he has the audacity to negotiate with other foreign countries to export gas to us when we have a perfectly good reserve here. Everybody's losing, and the way this picture is turning out to be, it's just money in other people's pockets, except our own. But what are the repercussions aside from world hunger, recession, and the poverty of many nations? Well, there are also consequences in dealing with the mental stability of millions of people. Once again, I bring up how history has a way of showing up multiple times in different timelines. What happened in the Great Depression when millions of people were caught in the despair of the unknown? They committed suicide because the anxiety was too much to bear, homicides tripled in households, and criminal activity was in high demand. That's not to say many other mental illnesses were conjured as well. The way this new era is heading, if we don't do something about it, this might be another repeat of the Great Depression. Now, here's the kicker. The government isn't really going to help much. It's as clear as water if you look at the administration we currently have, unfortunately. All they really care about is knowing that taxes are collected and there's enough for their money-hungry hands to get a hold on. It's honestly obvious what they're creating is to become our new normal so we can continue to depend on only them. And like I said in my last podcast, the new world order isn't being created, it's already here. Heck, it was already decided before you and I were probably born. That much we know, especially with all the publicity that was made in subliminal messages for you to swallow. But that doesn't mean we can't have a solution. First things first, you need to build a strong family bond. Educate your children, and obviously yourself, about what is happening around the world. Teach your kids the types of morals you want them to grow up with. And help them understand that no matter what is being said out there, it doesn't mean you should fall prey. This will also help you divert any influences away from your family, which could have led you to misinformation and failure. Building a good, strong mental stability will help bring your family afloat and have a closer relationship as well. And hey, if you're a single parent, it's okay. For years, statistics have shown that kids with only one parent would guide them to delinquency. But I can promise you that that's not the case. I, for one, come from a single mother that raised my sibling and me in a healthy household. Not all statistics are accurate. Sadly, many people are not willing to have kids because of either fear of what the times would bring them to or just plain despise over wanting to populate this world. And that, unfortunately, will bring less population to this planet. Again, 
Educate yourself. The only way you can combat anything at all is by knowing what you're dealing with. In the end, knowledge is gold. In conclusion, we all make our own choices about how we proceed. Like I've said many times before, I'm just a journalist always informing you of what's happening. Remember, stay smart, do your research, and share so others can be informed as well. This episode on Shots of Endorphins was produced and scripted by me, Joyce Grace, and a shout out to my research team. Want more Shots of Endorphins? Well, you can visit and listen to the podcast at shotsofendorphins.com. You can leave comments, likes, and even help support us by clicking on the support tab as well. Also, you can follow and share the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile. Smile.